So you had a big night of dance last night. I did. And you're feeling it all over. I am, uh, especially in my legs and glutes, which is to be expected. Tell me about what happened. What was the what was the what was being rehearsed, or what were you working on? Um, well, first I had a ninety-minute class, just a basic ballet class, and then I decided to join an adult ballet performance collective, which I felt like was out of character for myself. Hmm. So we're just rehearsing a little piece to some cool music that's basically just piano, cello, and violin, and I'm just learning the choreography, and we're going to perform it in December. Why is that out of character for you? Hmm. I. In in my time dancing, which was all of my childhood and adolescence, performing was not my favorite part. Mm. It was not why I did it. Um, I loved honing technique. I loved working the craft. I loved choreographing. Um, but there wasn't a lot of me that was so excited to be like on stage under the lights, hoping to get to perform some special role. I think what I liked about performing was that it was a culmination of a massive amount of hard work and it was much less about being seen. Mm. I actually always dreaded when I knew my family and loved ones would be in the audience to see me. Like I didn't want anyone Mm. to be there. Uh, I felt more comfortable knowing it was all strangers. So here I am, you know, well over a decade later saying, you know, I think I'll put myself in a position where I'm going to be on stage and be seen. So it's a little, it's a little weird, but um, I'm really enjoying it. Have the goals changed? Is being seen a more important thing to you now than it was then? Or is this just the way to work on your technique at this stage of your life? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think part of me signing myself up to perform is a way for me to make sure I don't let myself get out of going to class. Mm -hmm. And that's that's probably strange to hear right after I said, oh, class is my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm much older than I used to be and I'm ancient in ballet years. Mm -hmm. So it's hard on my body um, and I'm pretty bad at pacing myself. So like my body remembers all this stuff, but it's not the same body that it was when Mm -hmm. I was 17. So I have to be careful. Um, So I think. The goal, the goal around being seen, I think it's more like remediation than anything. Mm. I still have bad dreams that I'm like showing up for a show and I haven't been to rehearsal and I forgot my point shoes and like just the, the horrible unpreparedness dreams. And I was like, what if it would be good for me to like perform Um, show myself that nothing bad is going to happen if I perform and just do it from a different perspective. Like my goal is not to be a professional ballerina and choreographer anymore. Mm -hmm. It was my primary singular goal, uh, for a very long time. Um, now it's not, and I'm just enjoying myself. And I think I want to expose myself to coming at performance and being seen from that very different angle. Mm. Was there a point where, like was was dance out of your life for some period of time? Like what was the what was the arc between this super intense thing in your childhood or in, and you know adolescence when you wanted to be a professional dancer and now? Yeah, there was a significant amount of time where I didn't dance at all. Um, when I was eighteen, I quit dancing completely 
due to several factors, most of them pretty depressing. Mm. And it was really, it, it was a traumatic experience. And me being willful and young and trying to individuate really, really hard, I decided to be like, I don't even miss it. I don't even want to go to class. Like, I'm just done and I feel great. I did not feel great. Mm. Reader, I felt awful. Mm. Um, so I avoided it successfully for probably two to three years after that. And then I took classes for about nine months, um, ballet classes. And since then, it's been a whole decade that I've been away from dance. Um, and the reason being, I don't think I was emotionally ready to just even be back in the studio, just because when I left Dance Behind, I left my singular goal in life behind and had to like rebuild from scratch. And it's like, I think I'm only just now to a point where I can be chill about it. I'm not chill about anything, <laughs> but like be able to like be in that space without like breaking down with all that emotion that was pent up in leaving the dance world. Mm. This might be a heavy question, but how are, how are those emotions, those pent up emotions that you're carrying connected in your body to the dance that you remember how to do in your body? I feel like they're the same. <laughs> um, that is such a great question. Yeah, it's, I, I always think about ballet and uh, dance in general, but ballet was my jam. It was my thing. I did other types of dance, but never, none of them as much as ballet. And it feels to me like a language that my body learned. Um, I started dancing when I was five and it was, I was mm. five. It wasn't like serious pre-professional training until mm. I was like 10, but it, it does feel like a language. And I think that when I stopped dancing, it was like not being able to speak it anymore, not being around people who could speak that language. And it was like, you know, a whole part of myself being cut off. And like, I'm, I am not multilingual as a person. Mm. I know like a tiny amount of Japanese and that's it. But even the process of learning a little bit about Japanese and just learning another language slowly in general, um, I can imagine how it might feel to have more access to that language and be able to really use it as a medium of connecting with other people and then having that go away. And it's, it's a very much like a hole inside myself type of feeling. So being back in the studio now and dancing, it's like, I just get to use that again. Um, and it's like the, the dominant feelings in my body are relief outside of extreme muscle soreness <laughs> are just like relief and joy. I'm like, Oh, I get to speak this again. And then even outside of that, you know, being in a room full of people who can talk about just niche ballet shit. Like mm -hmm. it's such a niche thing to talk some shit on Balanchine and how he said, you know, he didn't say don't put your heels down in Petit Allegro. Like he said that to one person and people know what you're talking about. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same kind of feeling as being at an astrology conference surrounded by those niche nerds and mm -hmm. being like, yes, this is so fulfilling. I wasn't going to go there yet, but since you did, there, <laughs> there, there are a couple of things that you've said that have reminded me of astrology. It being a language was one, uh, but, but the thing that, the thing that you said earlier about being 
your initial motivation being about like perfecting the craft and knowing all the technique. That was the thing that really, really hooked me in in that direction. Uh, Can you talk more explicitly about how these two practices of yours are connected? Absolutely. Um, (laughs) I I think underneath all the ways it manifests, I must just be kind of a language nerd Mm. um, because I, I see my love of language nonverbal and non-written, just all sorts of language in my love of ballet and of astrology. Um, and when it comes to ballet, it's, I don't know what it is about myself, but the idea of showing up in a space every day to do basically the same thing, but tweak it to make it just a little bit better and more precise brings me the most joy Mm. possible. I think with with ballet, it was, I think, probably one of the first things where I felt like I was part of a, a long tradition or lineage uh, in some way uh-huh. because I, you know, I learned about the history of ballet and where it came from. And like classical ballet is really intense and it, it, it evolved into what it is now for these very particular reasons. And I loved the feeling that I was helping to preserve something ancient, ancient with heavy air quotes Uh by participating in it and, and keeping as true as possible to its most classical forms. And that just like really does it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if this is answering your question. I think I lost track. No, you added a bunch more ways in which they're alike, which I think is super cool. The, The kind of thing I was reaching for is like, is the sky is like observing the sky like dance in any or or the motions of the heavens like dance for you in any kind of physical way. Hmm. I, I think not as much in a physical way, but I think the way they feel alike to me is that it, it is in both. It feels like returning to, uh, first principles in so many ways. Mm. Like there are so many ways to apply the, the most foundational basics of ballet to create different movements, different choreography. But if you aren't true to those foundations and if you don't put your intention and effort into keeping those kind of as clean as possible, if you will, like just good, clean technique, um, the choreography will suffer and the message it sends to an audience will suffer. And I feel similarly about astrology. There are a lot of bells and whistles you can use in astrology, Mm -hmm. but I find it works best for me when I continue to return to those, those bones of technique and those foundations from which so many things can grow and blossom as long as you keep returning to those first principles. So I feel like I approach it in kind of the same way. And Mm. that's how they feel the most alike to me, Mm. to where the foundations of a craft feel like a home. And I I guess that too is just really my jam. It feels (laughs) good. It's, Mm. It's where I feel the most at home as a person, I think. This leads me to like a style or genre question. I I have more of a musician background. I don't have any dancer background. I have a musician background. So I know a lot of subtle differences between styles of music, but, but dance, not so much. I mean, obviously I know what kind of thing ballet is, but I couldn't participate in the conversations you're having in the studio with, with about particular 
you know, works or things like that. But I'm wondering, is, do, is, is it, I mean, it's not like I love, I share a style with you in terms of astrology of like keeping it simple and like mm-hmm. and really working the fundamentals. <laughs> do you, do you think that describes your style within ballet or is ballet itself sort of an example of that within the wider world of dance? Like how, how does, how do, how do those things, how do you share those things across practices, that sort of simplicity? I think it's a thing for ballet across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, In the dance world, there are so many types of dance and growing up for other types of dancers who had different types of dance that were like their primary thing, like modern or contemporary or jazz dancers, even tap dancers. So many teachers would encourage those students of these other kinds of dance to take ballet because something about it strengthened every other kind of dance. I think that's partially true. I also think it like smells a little fishy as far as like, oh, so the like French court dancing of these white people is what makes everything better. Okay. So like we've, you know what I mean? Like there's some stuff there, Um, but the simplicity and the also it's, it's so strict and so specific. Mm. That's just a ballet thing. Mm. Um, And as far as my sort of any sort of style I had developed within those strict confines of technique. Um, I didn't get so much of a chance since I dipped out so Mm -hmm. young to develop that, but it's interesting you bring up music because musicality was probably my greatest strength as a dancer when I was dancing. But yeah, across the board, that foundational simplicity and dedication to those foundations is, is purely a ballet thing. Can you tell me more about what it means to be musical as a ballet dancer? Yeah. Um, you know, with, with ballet, I think, and I'm not going to be able to keep astrology out of this. <laughs> okay. uh, my apologies, but also not really. No. Um, a lot of people may view it from the outside and immediately think this is so Venusian. It's mm-hmm. like an art form with beautiful costumes and you're performing and they might be like, Oh, it's a little bit of the sun in there too, with the being seen but it is so mercurial. The amount of information retention one has to have to even take a ballet class is astounding, Mm. much less do it for a living where all day you're learning more choreography, new choreography, retaining it. You are expected to know it when you show up for the next rehearsal. There is not time to slow down and go over it six times. You know, I think actually remind me of your original question. I'm getting lost in the sauce. What it means to be, you said musicality was your strength. Like what does that mean? Right. So among all of these things you have to retain and remember, one of the huge parts of dance in general is staying on the music. So, you know, you count the music, you sync your movements to those counts. But beyond that, some of the most moving performances you'll see is when it appears that the movement and what you're hearing become one in some way. Um, And something I heard a lot growing up is the music is your master. One of my teachers said that all the time. I'm sure she got it from somewhere. 
And there is a feeling that one gets when you're doing more than just paying attention to the counts and making sure you're on time, but instead you are letting music kind of move through your body and express. And it's more than just physical flourishes, one might add. It's something about, to me, it always felt like joining with the essence of what the music sounded like and what it was communicating. Mm -hmm. So now we've got like another language coming in Mm -hmm. to this in Mm -hmm. a way. And I found that there are some people who can kind of feel this essence of the music quite naturally. And for others, it doesn't come as easily. Um, For others, even just rhythm and counting things and staying on on the right timing didn't quite come as naturally. And for whatever reason, I, I grew up with a lot of music. My mom was a musician in her early days and tried to expose us to lots of different things. It just made sense to me. It was part of the fun of it, was getting to be with and in that music as I was dancing. And I I think I took it for granted a little bit and thought everybody felt this way until I started getting in bigger groups of, of kids at the time and I started getting cast for things and the choreographers would tell me, it's because you understand the music. Mm-hmm. Like you can count it well, but you get it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some kind of joining with the essence of that other art that you're bringing into it is what musicality is to me. How have your dreams for your life changed since you wanted to dance as like an all-consuming profession and how does dance still fit into it? Oof. They've changed utterly and completely. I mean, I was one of those kids that had one plan and one plan only. And so expectedly when that plan went out the window, my whole life shattered and I just had to kind of start over. And I, you know, I do have very different goals now. And when it comes to how dance fits into my life now, it's kind of like, I just don't think it ever let me go. Like I tried to let it go and it was like, nope, you're mine. I chose you. Um, not that I'm so special or anything, but it's like the classic, like you can take the person out of the, the ballet studio, but like you can never take that out of the person. And over the years I've, I've had little dip ins of trying to take other kinds of dance classes just because Again, it's like my my body is compelled to speak this language, kind of no matter what, no matter how much I'm like, my literal joints cannot do it anymore. Like my my ligaments and tendons will will scream in protest. I just feel called to it is the simplest thing I can say. It's just something that's always been there. I don't even remember why I wanted to start taking ballet when I was four. I don't remember. I just, I, it's always been there. It feels very natural to me. It feels like one of the most natural things a human being could do is to move their body and, and, or make music and preferably do both. It's such a natural form of expression. 